it's been such a crazy, hectic week for the whole world, as we all know. I'm sure everyone's been up reading the news. Uh, you kind of can't escape it right now. Yeah. And things really like escalated. There's a new stat or a new fact. Yeah. And, and so the beginning of this week, I, Alex, had to work. F- we just started working from home, our whole office. And now it's basically mandated indefinitely. Um, just indefinitely. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know when anything's going to change. And I think in Australia, it's been really surreal because... I don't know if anyone's seen the news, but like Bondi Beach on Saturday night was just had like 20,000 people on the beach. Uh, Our friends who still live there said that the bars were packed, the restaurants and these are small little places. It's not a big place. So you you are kind of like on top of one another when you're there. And I people are saying, oh, like they're being so silly, all this kind of stuff. But I could see how it could happen. I mean, when you look Mm. out the window and if you're isolating yourself and you look out the window and you see everybody out on the street yeah. or like even just a few people on the street having fun and you look at the news and the news is so terrible and horrifying and scary and then it's like what do you want to believe you're like well maybe i am yeah. just overthinking it maybe this isn't as as big a deal as it seems and then you want to go out and join your friends exactly. like at the beach or go you know it's hard to grasp the reality of it here and even in the gold coast like we live right on the beach so mm. we've got just a straight view of the ocean from our living room that w- and it's not very crowded here so it doesn't feel as but there's still more people like yeah. the parking lots were full no i just mean in general like compared to sydney it's not as crowded but it is like i don't feel like there's been an actual drop in activity no no but i think yeah because we have the beaches are huge mm. there's you can do the social distancing but still do your activities yeah. but it, yeah it just doesn't feel like everyone's quite got it yet no and, and just like politically it feels slower of a response to every other country like we haven't I think they're just starting about to talk about shutting down like non-essential things but they're still like restaurants are still open schools are still open everything here is still open so far yeah uh, although they finally made an announcement today that they were going to they're probably going to shut schools and do all that kind of stuff but anyways you're not tuning <laughs> in for all of that um but we just wanted to be real and talk about kind of what we've been experiencing over yeah. here and how i i feel like we've just been a bit behind in australia and well i keep facetiming with all my friends in like canada and other places and everyone else seems to be in like extreme self-isolation so then you're like oh wait a minute what are we doing here yeah and i think we it's kind of scary because it's like we can see the future and mm. that's and we're just a little bit late to the game and you almost kind of wish that you were further into the future and yeah. not and, and having this almost be your past whether whereas i feel like we're like oh yeah. this is, it feels like coming. you're just waiting it for is the coming. inevitable yeah so yeah and they're gonna shut the border soon um so you can't even drive around and it's just it's gonna be really interesting but it's not all doom and gloom mm. um there's a lot of beautiful things happening and we're trying to keep supporting our small businesses and and Keep yeah, connected. be in contact with all our yeah. friends. I think I had like so many different, mm-hmm. I had three or four different like yeah. two hour phone calls today with friends from all over the world. I've and that's really so many like group FaceTime calls. And it's been really nice. Yeah, it's very nourishing for the mm. soul. And because of this, we wanted to do a really nice podcast um, in honor of the new moon that's coming up on Tuesday. And also the it's the new uh, ast- astrological year coming up as well. So mm. we want to do a podcast to talk about ritual um, and all things woo-woo, which we're trying to figure out if woo-woo is an Australian word or is it... I never like actually well finished looking word. it up. Well, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, woo-woo, it just means like all those things that you'd be like that some people <laughs> think were a little bit hmm, like basically a word that sounds exactly like what it means and the idea is that even if you don't believe in magic or the universe or any of that kind of stuff rituals can provide anyone with a sense of stability i think a bit of structure and direction yeah Mm. and like that's why like you see rituals used everywhere i was just thinking about if anyone follows football, I don't actually, but even I know <laughs> that Tom Brady's <laughs> left the Patriots. And he, I, I remember reading articles about him because he's got all these really specific mm. rituals that he does before a game. Or like, also sports reference, I know like the Rafael NBA team. Nadal? 
Oh, what's um, his? He always like picks his butt before he serves in tennis. He has this thing where he always like adjusts his shorts before every serve. Oh, like on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I might do something yeah. like that too, <laughs> but not on purpose. Um, and I, yeah, the NBA players. I remember reading an article about how they all. Obs- like yeah ritually obsessively have to eat a pb and j before the game like peanut that butter and like jelly sandwich <laughs> and that that they don't know like when that started but it's just one of those things and then they just have like a giant box of wrapped pe- pe- peanut butter and jelly <laughs> sandwiches for them to eat um, and then aside from sports there's also ritual in religion obviously yeah. but i feel like because a lot of the western world at least is becoming is kind of disassociating more with religion it's in times like these where we have these kinds of crises that you can feel kind of lost uh without like something to grab onto or grasp onto and And i think now especially with so many people working from home it's even more so because you're not used to that setting but if you can find rituals you that like make you feel better then why not like even for so many people just a daily cup of coffee is like a exactly. ritual yeah, yeah making your daily cup of coffee or um i think going to the gym has become yeah, a like a morning a lot, a lot of, of people. people have morning rituals i think like certain things they do before they start work and it could be and they also say the most successful people have a morning ritual yes. set up <laughs> and for a lot of people going to yoga is now the new religion and the yoga shala is your yeah. church and I think yoga is, feels a lot safer because it's not related to any kind of political party. Uh, and you also sweat. So <laughs> it makes and you I feel really good after. There's that consistency in it because you're always running through the same things and the same yeah. poses. And like I think I mentioned before in another podcast, though, but like when I first moved to Australia and I was in such a difficult place, I went to yoga every day for like two months. And it was such a ritual for me and it really helped me ground down yeah. And yeah. yeah i think i did the same thing that's like when i started to get mm. into yoga and was like and wanted to do yoga teacher training but then yeah. didn't end up doing it for <laughs> years but but i think yoga is a funny example too because like maybe 20 years ago or something yoga would be considered so woo woo and now it's almost a bit more mainstream well they've they've also they designed made, it yeah. to be more mainstream yeah, but and I'm like saying, created an industry yeah. around it but yeah, definitely. So many people accept it now. It's like, and I think yeah. it's helped bring ritual mm. and um, a belief in in something more spiritual. Or yeah, yeah, like back into the public conscious, mm. and has made it m- more regular and like normal to talk about. Yeah, so definitely. everyone I feel like says stuff like the universe now, yeah. whereas that was definitely not like public um, in public vocabulary no. like a few years ago. I feel like the first time I did um, kirtan yoga, which is like chanting, I was like, oh, what is this? Am I joining a cult? Like, I thought <laughs> it was so weird. And then now which I Which is now it. what we yeah. do at the end yeah. of <laughs> every podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So actually, it's funny because like we've implemented so many rituals into our lives mm. and they've really helped us through times of transition and just help set the tone like the same it's the same thing as when you have a birthday cake and you put candles on the cake and then everyone gathers around and they sing someone happy birthday that's a ritual and the power in the ritual is like the repetition of it and the consistency Mm -hmm. um and so one of our big examples is our grandma growing up Mm -hmm. our mother's mother um who lived with us when we were little kids and stuff yeah she was like she was very like old school um, Eastern European yeah. and she had uh, so many rituals and superstitions yeah. and all of those kinds of things that she would teach us about and mm-hmm. make us see the world through her eyes and so some of them well she had her Turkish coffee yeah so she would make this amazing Turkish coffee in beautiful teacups and then read the like dregs of the coffee to tell people's fortunes yeah so you flip it over yeah. or, no you do flip yeah you, you flip don't. it over okay yeah. and then like whatever's left and she'd do it for our neighbors and stuff they'd yeah. come over and get their fortune told or she used to do tarot cards with us but mm. with like playing cards and I looked that up and that's actually a thing yeah. and so like each suit and each um what is it like number like king or queen or whatever it is like all mean something and so yeah she used to like flip our cards for us and tell us what's what and whatever she she had a lot of like kind of religious but not religious things where she'd like fast on fridays or like yeah there would be like one day where she'd be like oh you shouldn't like do any work today essentially like almost 
like like today was a day of rest yeah Yeah, it's a sabbath yeah and there were a lot of different things like that and like we didn't always understand what they were but it was (laughs) almost comforting to have them and to know that she was the keeper of them Mm. as well i think and i think she'd always like light candles on she'd always have candles yeah Yeah, there was a certain day where she always did it i feel like yeah she she really brought that into our life Mm. and then like the things that we would do at holidays and stuff too like we it was an orthodox religion that she grew up in yeah and uh you make the like the sweet bread yeah there were certain things you would make on certain holidays and it just yeah i feel like we took it a bit for granted but i i do think it also rubbed off on us in a nice way and now also for us one of our rituals every time we do a card reading and every time that we record a podcast, mm. we take this like beautiful, what do you call it, knit, like crochet or yeah. macrame that she um, that she handmade. And it's like this beautiful knit macrame circle. And then we lay it out on our table and we put candles mm, and crystals. like crystals and ma- seashells mm. and all this stuff down. And then that's how we start. And just starting it with it that yeah tone. it sets the tone the same with like good lighting would mm. the way a good lighting if you have nice mood lighting yeah. it changes the mood of it just beginning something we consider sacred yeah. with that helps like keep it that um, validity of it I, and guess. I think it like you might not think you have a lot of rituals or things that you do in your life like that but even if you think about like if you're having a dinner party or having friends over and you would set up your house in a certain way, you set the table yeah, and like yeah. you make the lighting or put candles or do like, that's all a sort of ritual where you're trying to like create a good energy and create a nice space. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that's why we want to go through and talk about all of like those kinds of woo woo things. Yeah. And well, I think there's kind a of lot explain of them a little bit them too. Like yeah. everyone we know, even if they're, they feel like it's embarrassing or like, are like, well, what's that? They always kind of want to know a bit about it. Like, yeah. and everyone wants to pull a card when they come over. And it's fun <laughs> to feel like you're doing a little bit of magic or yeah. even if it's not actually magic, but it's, it's all, it can all be in good fun. It doesn't have to mean that you're super serious about it. And now no. you're just going to be a hippie for life or whatever it is. It's literally just, it's like a nice little touchstone to and I think it always makes you think about things or like reevaluate things and like it just puts a different perspective on stuff sometimes and we all need that in our lives. Yeah, and a bit of comfort too. Mm. So, um one of the first woo-woo things I wanted to talk about was the lunar cycles mm. because obviously like we talk about it all the time. Cycles. <laughs> <laughs> um it's definitely something that once I like started sinking into mm. it more it's something that I just try and never let go of. Yeah. I, I I always try and be aware of what's going on and when the new moon is and when yeah. the full moon is. Well, it's probably the oldest ritual in the world because the moon has been existing since <laughs> the beginning of time. <laughs> yeah, so it must have a lot of power behind it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think if anyone doesn't know, there's, there's some like old wives tales around the mm. moon, but some things are true and some are remain to yeah. be seen. But, <laughs> Uh, there's all that stuff with people go a little bit hectic or crazy yeah. around the full moon and it's this idea that like the tide gets higher right yeah. and, the and you, what did you say with your farm yeah when I was at when I worked on a farm um, they used to tell us to plant like we had to do more planting or do all this do a lot more work around the approach to the full mm-hmm. moon because they said the plants grew more during that time and these farmers were not woo woo <laughs> like even in the slightest so for them to be telling us that yeah. That was, and I wasn't woo at the time at all. I wasn't thinking about that kind of stuff. And I thought that really kind of clicked with me. Like yeah. I, I definitely held that in my mind for a while. Um, and, and it peaked, started piquing my interest. But, but yeah, I've definitely noticed like there's a lot of times around the full moon where I'll be driving. And I'm like, why is everyone driving so crazy today? And then I'll be like, oh, it's the full moon. Like there's <laughs> things like that where you, like there is a bit more of an energy sometimes. Well, if it can control the tides mm. and control the plants and yeah. all those kinds of things and we're made up of water, then One like there has, has to be some yeah. effect. And then there's also this idea that uh, women's menstrual cycle it like is, is not... <sighs> what like it's naturally aligned or it should be naturally aligned to the moon cycle to the full full moon and the new moon so i think you're supposed to you menstruate on the new moon and Mm. then you ovulate on the full moon and that's that 28 day cycle uh and tori and i are literally synced up with that right now which is crazy (laughs) like it's actually really weird Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i think and it's supposed to be and if you're not like it's okay if you're not it's not like the end of the world or you might be opposite too but usually it's like 
that's you the might be a little bit out of sync and yeah. then maybe if you think if you yeah start yeah. like maybe get on your health kick or whatever that kind of i feel like it's almost like you're what do they call your weight that like your body will naturally go back to? It's almost like that's your period cycle where your body would naturally go back to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so that's always like a nice little thing when mm. you're like, yeah, I'm synced up with the moon. <laughs> uh, and then in terms of ritual around that, when the moon is full, that's a time for letting go. Mm. So it's kind of like the end of the coming to the end of the, or the height of the cycle, yeah. I guess. And you're supposed to just like see everything that's not serving you and then release it and release it, I guess, with mm. the with the tide as it goes away, <laughs> like metaphorically or for real, if you live near water. And then with the new moon, that's the start of a new cycle. And so with that, you're supposed to set intentions and really think about what you want that next 28 days mm. basically to be and try and see what you want to achieve or how you want to feel. And I think like I've taught this in my yin classes and yeah. stuff and I always preface it with, even if you don't believe in this stuff, (laughs) it's just nice to have a cycle to follow and like a a shorter cycle rather than quarterly or yearly. Uh, And it's basically like you could set your intentions or your resolutions or whatever you want to call it, but do it in those 28 day cycles. And that's a lot more achievable, I think. It is. And I feel like it's just a good practice for anyone to basically like set your goals and then check in and see how you're doing and get rid of the bullshit. (laughs) And yeah. And then also say, what stories am I telling myself that have are preventing me from Mm. living the life I want to live or achieving the things I wanted to achieve in this last month? And then use that opportunity to let it go. And yes, maybe you're not really going to end up letting it go, but when you're thinking about it and you start consciously yeah. giving thought to those things then there's more chance that it'll take hold at some point mm. so it's like the practice of practicing yeah um yeah so that's like with the lunar cycles and then number two on the list <laughs> is crystals and <laughs> so crystals yeah. is one of the things that people think is the most woo woo yeah, i think i think so um Oh, and remember so it's like an eye roll thing. I yeah, feel like. and you <laughs> were talking about the hills. If oh anyone yeah. remembers that TV Hi show on MTV, Heidi and Spencer. Yeah, and after Actually, they did, they have a joint name, Spidey. Spidey. Yeah. yeah, and then after they, I think, got off the show. They maybe had their own show. I don't know, but they got super into crystals. And I think Spencer did. I don't yeah. think it was Heidi. And then everyone just made no. So he spent like. Them. $250,000 on crystals or something and yeah. filled their whole house with crystals well. and then they went bankrupt. That might be a bit overboard. <laughs> or maybe I don't know bankrupt, but it was something like that. And anyways, uh, that really turned me off crystals and yeah. I always thought, oh yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> uh, but then I... Oh, when I first started having health issues, and remember we, I found this like women's circle in Sydney, in North Sydney, and we went to this women's circle, and this is before you and I were into any of this kind of stuff, and it was pretty woo-woo, like we had to pick cards with people we didn't know. And like a tarot card and yeah, like a tarot interpret card. it for them. <laughs> and then tell them what we thought their life was without yeah. even really talking to them or knowing them in advance. And it I'm impressed that we went to that. That was yeah. like huge. And, <laughs> and yeah, it was really interesting. And then at the end, um, the woman who ran it, I, I told her like that I was having like thyroid problems and autoimmune issues. Mm. And then she said, you need this crystal. And then like, I, yeah, I forget which what crystal yeah. it was, but um, I bought this crystal and then... I kept it, and she said, keep it on your pillow. So I kept it under my pillow mm. for ages. <laughs> and it was just, yeah. Um, but ever since then, I kind of started to get into it because it was just a nice thing to hold. Yeah. And I think it's like having a lucky keychain or it something is. like that. It's like a lucky charm sometimes. And they're yeah. beautiful, too. They're I so beautiful. I feel like you, you do pick them up and you just feel something sometimes. And like yeah. Just I, I wouldn't be able, even be able to describe what it is, but some of them just feel nice. Well, and, and that's... Like <laughs> so that's... I want to talk about how... Mm kind of like yeah, how you're supposed to choose a crystal yeah. and it, it's the idea is like you'll be drawn to the thing that you need the most mm. and so when you are in a crystal shop or whatever yeah. or you're at a market like just yeah pick them up like Tori was saying and then see how it makes you feel yeah. like just take a moment and close your eyes <laughs> if you can and it's totally I'm sure no one's gonna blink an eye if you do that yeah um in that atmosphere but uh, one of the things they say is that you hold it if you want to receive the energy of the crystal you hold it in your left hand. And if you want to release your own energy into Mm. the crystal, you hold it in your right hand. Mm. And one of the things, so crystals can hold this energy, right? And then one of the things you want to do is on a full moon, I think even 
do it on a new moon too right like honestly you can do whatever you want <laughs> but if you want to like really have a yeah. real like ritual that you follow you can go and wash your crystals in water like but it would be like a river or yeah, the like ocean running water yeah or something like that or um you put them out on a windowsill so that they soak, soak up, up the, the energy moonlight. of the yeah. moon and i kind of just we just leave ours out yeah. on the sill like all the time um and so they just have like that nature within them i guess but even with like choosing the crystals i've definitely gone into stores and just like looked at them and like oh this one's pretty and then i'll like read the description as well and they're usually they are for a purpose like the different crystals are supposed to have different things that they like help you with and then yeah whatever you're feeling like some i've like read some and i'm like oh that really resonates with me right now and it comforts me in a way to be like oh i'm gonna get this crystal and maybe it'll make me feel this way yeah, um, and one of the things I want to talk about in relation to that <laughs> was like the next thing on my list was mala beads, oh, and yeah. um, mala beads are like those beads that you see. I think Buddhists wear them and stuff yeah. too, right? Like around their neck, and then it's got the little tassel usually I feel like at you the kind bottom. Of associate them with like a religious yeah thing, and yeah. they usually have a hundred. They should have, I think, a hundred and eight beads, and it's kind of like it's the same thing as like a rosary. Mm, of, yeah, that's what although I was we're not thinking. Catholic, but yeah. I don't. I, we've never used one no. or anything. <laughs> but with mala beads, with meditation, the idea is that you start at like the first bead near the top, like one of the first beads near the tassel, and then let's say you're doing a mantra meditation, mm. which is just when you repeat something like a word or a phrase over and over and over. So if you're in yoga, maybe you would say Om, right? And you, each time you say Om, you would then go through a different bead and you count your alms through that bead. And once mm. you reach 108, which is like the full sun salutation, then you're complete with your meditation. Um, but if you're not going to do that, because <laughs> mm-hmm. not all people will, or they don't have the yeah. time all the time to do it. They are also just, um, I really, we use ours kind of as things to like pow- like i would say as like an energy holder yeah. or like a power holder almost for me like yeah. i i feel like mine is really sacred mm. and when i put it on it like i've worn it on a flight before when i felt yeah. like i needed a little bit more confidence yeah. or like i just need a little bit more that day or if i'm ever going to do something important or like whenever i go teach a yoga class i'd yeah. always wear mine because i feel like it has a great energy mm. within it um because of the times that i've meditated with yeah. it or the cards that we've pulled wearing it um I remember once at my old job, I had to have this like conversation with the CEO that I was really nervous about. And I had this one, it wasn't mala beads, but it was like a necklace with a crystal on it. And I forget what it was supposed to be, but I think something related to like confidence or peace or uh, something where I was like, I'm going to wear this crystal to the meeting. And <laughs> it gave me, it just made me feel better. Like I had it like under my like Yeah, it's like a little superwoman or yeah. like Superman kind yeah, of strength thing. It was just comforting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the same way that a lot of like a teddy bear would be or you know your favorite your favorite anything and yeah so what I wanted to talk about with the mala beads was I did a yoga course in Bali at a place called The Practice which is my favorite yoga studio if I haven't already talked about (laughs) it a million times but uh, they have these beautiful mala beads there Mm. and I can't remember what the company is called but they're not cheap right and mm. I always would look at them at the store and I'd had like the most amazing few months there at that point and I was going home and I really wanted to get Tori something special mm. and I wanted to get myself something special <laughs> and I was like that's it I'm gonna just get these mala beads and they'd been like blessed by like a high priestess in the Balinese mountains um, and I looked at them and there was one that I was really drawn to for myself that I just and then one I was really drawn to for Tori. And then there was a book that had the descriptions yeah. of like what each, because um, each like necklace was different with different crystals. Like, was it, cri- there are crystals or there? I don't know what they are. There's some Gems. kind of, th- yeah, they're beautiful. Some kind of stone, but. Yeah. Um, and then mine was a thyroid one. It was based on your thyroid, was which it? I thought was oh, so I funny. Uh, and then yours was based on confidence, I think. Ah. So, yeah, I think we, we still have the description somewhere, but I felt like I was like, oh, they're perfect. Like, mm. and I remember yours was one where I was like, oh, those are like the colors I'd normally like. But yeah, that's just not the I one for me because I feel like our colors are reversed. And yeah. I was like, and I just knew like yeah. and that was before I'd even looked at anything. Yeah. I was like, this is the one I need to have. And this is the one that you need to yeah. have. And it was. It was. I feel like when you gave them to me and I felt them, I was like, oh, I can feel something mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And I think also. Even if the crystals or the mala beads or whatever are not actually powerful or, or magic, you are, right? Yeah. You've got your own energy and your own intention and your own thought, and you can put that energy into any object. It doesn't have to be a special no. object. 
um, the meditation teacher I had in Bali for where we did, that's actually where I learned that mantra meditation and we did 108 uh, mm-hmm. alms and sat in a circle and I had never done anything like that. She was the sweetest like little Balinese lady and she w- had the biggest smile on her face and just like hap- such a happy, joyful person. Mm. And she said that she would sometimes meditate um, so much that she just didn't want to come back. She said, if you just keep meditating, you're going to love it so much. You're never going to want to come down from it. And she was saying, just make it. She was saying, make it your ritual. Um, yeah. Just say um all the time. Sing it. Sing it at home while you're washing the dishes. Sing it in the car while you're mm. driving. Just sing it all the time. And soon you will feel that feeling yeah. everywhere that you go. And she said, if you set up a, a space like to mm. meditate and stuff, use like choose one pillow or choose like the thing that you're going to use for that and keep it there and make it that space so if it's like this corner in your room with like your pillow and your candle and your plant Mm. or whatever you keep those things are sacred to that and then you go and you meditate there every time and use those props basically and you basically will end up infusing that space and that energy with With the mantra and with the vibes that you create and when it's infused, when you go back and meditate there, it'll be easier to get into the zone faster. Yeah, that makes sense. So, and that's the whole thing actually with mantra was the reason why mantras are so powerful is because they are ancient sounds from the mm. past and they hold like this energy from Being all the centuries so <laughs> yeah, behind it. Yeah. And also, an, a, again, with happy birthday, yeah. I think happy birthday is probably one of the ultimate mantras because yeah. how many times has that thing been <laughs> sung, right? Um, yeah, it's just, it's really cool. Beautiful. And it's this idea that you can create a ritual out of anything. Mm. But it's uh, probably easier to create it out of stuff that people are already yes. doing it with all the time because <laughs> they'll hold it'll hold that energy better. So the next one is candles sage smudge sticks mm. i love candles i feel like yeah you're the queen of candles I do. last the last winter that we had in bondi it felt so cold and dark all the time and my favorite thing to do was like have a shower in the dark but light a bunch of <laughs> candles in the bathroom and then it was just like the coziest See your mood, own witch and i just loved it and it like made my life so much better <laughs> i feel like you have such a flare for lighting mm. oh, and lighting so important for yeah. me i always need to have lamps and stuff in my room because i don't like just the With normal like fluorescent a, lighting like a rose like, warm. like gold yeah. kind of light mm. but it does make a really big difference it i does. think it helps with frazzled nerves yeah. and helps you calm down i yeah i need life <laughs> yeah actually another thing too and this isn't anything to do with virtual room but it is with <laughs> lighting is if you use your computer or anything at mm. night there's this app called flux that you mm. can attach or you can download and it will change your screen tone so that it's not a blue light it's like a red yeah. orange light and that's supposed to be a lot better for falling asleep for you falling now. asleep yeah. and not like ruining your circadian rhythm and stuff so that is a hot tip <laughs> for you <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then there's also sage and smudge sticks, although there's a lot of controversy right now around sage because oh, really? it comes from a sage tree, is oh, that a tree? Like and they, yeah, it's becoming extinct because people are using oh. it too much. And the thing with that is like, you don't actually need, so sorry, let's rewind that a mm-hmm. bit, but sage and smudge sticks, the idea is like to clear the air, clear the energy when you use them. Yeah. You basically light them and then they'll start like smoking, right? Yeah. And then you kind of. You use that smoke to go around Almost a like room. Almost like a wand. Yeah. yeah. Or you could go around a person too if you're mm. like, oh, I need to be smudged and want to smudge yeah. that person's energy off of me or uh, just change. Or if you move into a new apartment, you yeah. can smudge or sage the whole place. Like we did that when we left our apartment in Bondi. We saged every room. We didn't sage it though. We so or we What did we no, do? We, so we've both done uh, Reiki. Oh, Reiki. Did you do Reiki level two yeah. as well? Okay. Yeah. So we both are Reiki level two uh, certified. Yeah. Which means we can also um, <laughs> practice it. Now. Yeah, yeah, but we yeah. haven't really been doing it. But we <laughs> should. But anyways, uh, we learned how to basically sage a room with Reiki. So mm. instead of having to use materials, you can use your hand and the symbols that you've yeah. been imbued with, yeah. like during Reiki, to go around a room. And so what we always do is, Tori and I will face back to back so we did this when we left Bondi because we wanted to clear our own energy out of it and all the memories because so much stuff had happened Mm. in that apartment over five years and we wanted to leave it fresh for whoever came in and then we also did the same thing when we moved into this apartment where we went through each room and we did the same thing where we did our Reiki symbols and chanted like the 
yeah should we say like it on can we say it yeah so one is for the motion one it's say heiki yeah and the other one is shokure and you've got these hand symbols that go and you mm. if you look it up you can't if you haven't uh, if you don't have a Reiki master, then yeah. it doesn't really work. Like yeah. you need to go through the process and you need to be initiated. Mm. Um, but uh, in that case, then you can use candles. You could use a smudge stick. You could use yeah. sage or you could just use good intentions. Yeah. <laughs> really. I honestly think it's the intention behind it. It's really like closing off a chapter or like opening a new chapter. Yeah. And it's doing it consciously. Yeah, it's the ritual of it. Yeah. So what we always do is we face to do this actually faster. Mm -hmm. So it takes less time because we yeah. live in a big apartment. Um, we face like back to back. Mm. And then so I do one wall and you do the opposite wall yeah. and we'll do it at the same time. And then we'll s turn turn so that <laughs> we're then doing the other two sides of the four yeah. sided wall. And then we go up and down. So maybe I'll do the ceiling and Tori will do the floor. Yeah. And then that's it. And we're done. All covered. And then we move over. And it's just yeah, it's a really nice way to like. Mm. It's like an opening ceremonies and closing it ceremonies, is. like the Olympics. <laughs> it makes you feel like you really said a proper goodbye and a proper hello almost. Yeah. yeah. And also it's great if you had like a bad breakup mm. or just you feel like maybe you've yeah. been carrying bad energy around and you haven't been, been having a, a great time. Like, like yeah. it's you can do that to yourself mm. and or you can get a friend to do it to you. Oh wait, another ritual that someone taught me before um, was zipping up. And oh, I use that a lot. Yeah. And she was saying that she had or i don't i don't remember the story exactly but um like the soccer player that you like a professional soccer player they would zip up before a game mm. and that it would like help like people not touch be yeah. able to touch them and stuff <laughs> like wait so explain field. what zipping up is to people so zipping up is basically you are zipping your your own energy field up so that no you other energy can get in pretend that you have a zipper down your body yeah. <laughs> so what you do is you stand with your feet together like firmly on the floor standing up and then you reach down as if there was a zipper that started at your big toes. And then you take that zipper and you bring it all the way up. So it's like coming up through like where your like your legs meet, mm -hmm. basically coming up all the way through the midline, like through your tummy, like up through your throat, up to the top tip top of your head. And then you have zipped yourself up. And I always say I am zipping up. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, and then you've zipped yourself up and you have said that you don't want any other energy coming in and you're protecting your boundaries, mm. basically. And then I think you're also supposed to unzip after because you can't go around zipped yeah. up all the time. So again, it's like that idea with ritual is like you you have a beginning and an end. Mm. So you come in with it and then you close with yeah. in some way or another. Yeah. I think the thing with rituals is a, a lot of it is kind of just setting intentions, but in a in a different way and in a way that maybe with you're not intention. always conscious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Setting an intention mm. with intention. Yeah. I think that's so true. Uh, okay. And then the next thing on our list is cards, which is also another mm. thing that we do at the end of each podcast episode now is we pull a card from this mermaid mm. and dolphins deck that's that I have that ever. I bought like in pure fun before I taught one of my first yin, like private yin classes. Yeah. I bought it so that um, my clients could yeah pull a card at the yeah. end because i love doing that at my at yoga time in bondi mm -hmm. and uh basically when i went to go pick it out too so my friend christine who's like just a wonderful like ritual filled person <laughs> yeah she has this amazing tarot deck card that she i think she had it for a while mm. or something like that and i'd heard like with tarot cards and stuff you're supposed to always get it passed down to you you're not really supposed to buy it new or anything like that but mm. we i didn't have anyone to <laughs> pass me down <laughs> anything and so and i also felt like tarot cards were a little bit heavy which they are they're a lot yeah. more in depth and they're they darker feel more intense you're like oh they are and i wanted something like light that people would feel good with and mm. just something a bit more yeah. positive and and more straightforward i guess mm. just for something as simple as like picking one card so i went to like a woo woo store that was just somewhere in bondi and i just picked the deck that called to me the most and that was the mermaid and dolphin deck this deck is awesome though because the cards aren't even like consistent in how they're drawn or anything no like it's completely different artwork like for different each one, but it's kind of a artists. lovely like mishmash of oh, and some of them are really weird some of them are too. creepy some it's of them like are almost like a live photograph imposed on like and some of them are like children's drawings <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny but uh yeah they're pretty they're just i feel like because we've used them a lot with a lot of different people mm. but always in a safe space space and people that we love 
they have so much love in them now and they like a lot of people cry when they pull their card or you know there's a lot of happiness too and feelings of relief and uh, all of that kind of experience goes into them Mm. and we've used them so much and there's still cards that come up that we've like never seen before and it seems like really magic and it's always like the exact right cards come up like that wouldn't apply to any situation but then like yeah it's just like it's perfect for whatever the person is going through and i feel like there is something behind that yeah and i have friends who've done it who don't believe in Mm. this kind of stuff and they would never but they were just here so they're like yeah why not let's do it Mm. or like even my partner he is like a rugby like (laughs) beer drinking (laughs) like not yogi and he and he will sit down and do it Mm. and there's something that people get drawn to with i think there's something in our past you know and like maybe carry it down from our ancestors Mm. and and when you've set that tone and there's like the candles going and it's there's that, it is that safe space. Is it called revenance? Is that the word? Rev- uh, reverence? Reverence. Rev- yeah. Reverence for like you can feel yeah. it. And then all of a sudden it's people are curious. Yeah. And also I think whatever the card says, it just it does always make you think about something. Or it w- usually will relate to something in your life in some way. Or you might be like, oh, no, I don't relate to that. But then it makes you think about something else like yeah it's always just some sort of guidance in a way because even if it's not what you're looking for then it shows you what you were looking for because you're like i, I don't agree with that again it's like another conscious yeah. thing that makes you conscious and mm. thing that thing that makes you reflective yeah. and stop and pause for a moment just like the lunar cycles yeah. or any of those kinds of things yeah. um yeah so okay my advice for cards if mm. anyone was into it and like you just wanted to buy a deck and try it out is get something simple um Mm -hmm. oh i can't remember the name of the woman who does my cards but they're like the most popular like not necessarily the mermaid and dolphin but they're kind of i think it's doreen virtue Mm. i feel like that's the name um but they're they're quite good and they always come with a little book too so you'll see the picture and it'll say like the main theme on it and then you can go and find that in the book and then the little book will have a description Mm -hmm. of what you need to do or what your card means um so unless you can find a deck that's been passed down to you yeah you can go to the <laughs> store pick out the one that appeals to you most and then what i did when i did one i because we, we did buy a tarot card mm. once we wanted to like upgrade a bit starting it and get a bit more serious we i like took my favorite crystals and stuff and then i put them on the deck of cards mm. before i ever even opened them yeah. or no i think i opened them took the cards out uh Touch and like kind of let them <laughs> air out basically yeah. and put my crystals on them to put that energy in mm. so that might be too woo for some people but for me i thought yeah. oh i just want them to have a little yeah. bit of life to them like a little bit of flavor i guess mm-hmm. so i did that like let it sit for a while and air out and then and then yeah the first time or yeah definitely the first time you use it you're supposed to put all the cards out and touch every single one with your energy and when you mm. do that then um it's kind of like an even yeah. balanced flow yeah. and then you can shuffle the deck and begin and you can you can pick a card so we normally like put the cards out in a circle kind of mm. thing and then people love to like come by and just pick out the card that appeals yeah. to the most and then the idea is the card that the first card that catches your eye or if like a card kind of falls out mm. when you're near it like that's your card yeah but it's also like the card you're supposed to get is a card you'll get no matter what. Yeah, like I know you've always said because sometimes you're anxious about pulling the card. I get so anxious you get, about like, anxiety about choosing, and but even though you're the one who's always saying, <laughs> "Well, just get the card you get anyways," because <laughs> I need someone to say that to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's the idea that mm. you like. So even if I feel like, oh God, which card am I the picking? <laughs> that card is like gonna show up no yeah. matter what. Kind of like a magician's trick. Mm. And actually, that I feel like that has happened to me too. Like right before we moved here, we pulled I pulled the same twi- card yeah, twice, and it was like the exact. Did you pull the same card twice too? I think we may have two. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of cards. It's yeah, not easy to do. So yeah, and then okay, and the other thing is always uh, take a pic after, take a picture oh, yeah, as a little nice reminder for you, because mm. that's almost like a little prayer for you going yeah. forward for like the next little while, and also if you can make a little altar when you're going to do the card so like we put down our grandma's um crochet mm. and we put candles and we'll take our crystals and we'll take um one of my friend christine again her advice was like i think earth water wind wind fire, fire. Mm. 
Is, is it wind? Or flutter so. wind fire? Yeah. So what's wind? I don't remember. I don't know. Okay, well, <laughs> something from the sea, something from the like earth, something air. from, like, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So we have, like, a candle. We have seashells. I have, like, a sage stick, which I consider, like, the wood. Um, I guess you could have, like, a, bo- a bowl of water or something like mm. that. And, yeah, just have some natural elements. And then and then you can begin and have good company. Mm. And don't do it too often either. Like, I, yeah. there's lots of times where I'll have friends come over and they'll want to pull cards. And I just won't do it. Because I'll say, oh, I yeah. did that before. I just don't feel like I need it. So if you feel like you need it, then you need it. But if you aren't called to pick one, don't, don't do it. Yeah. Don't overdo it. Um, and don't question the card and go and pick another one no. definitely don't do that <laughs> like that's it you get your pick and you're done you and if you want to yeah if you want to go a little further you can do past present and future so you can mm. pick three cards yeah and you can pick like you can have a certain question in mind or something you want advice on yeah and then yeah. pick it or you can just do a general like i just want some guidance or want like a sign and then yeah. pick a card so yeah and i think this too it might it might make a lot of people feel better if they that around this time too mm, it's definitely. nice like when things feel so uncertain or you're really not sure to feel like there's a little bit of some other guidance from your guardian yeah. angels or whatever it is going on it's nice to just feel like there is a story happening mm-hmm. and there's a story unfolding and it's got a, an end yeah and like there's a bigger picture and like yeah mm-hmm. uh oh okay the next one is a singing bowl <laughs> so we've got one in between us or wait did you put it down and the singing bowl is it's called tibetan singing bowl but when we showed it to our dad who's japanese he's like oh we use those all the time and yeah. he's like but we use those for funerals like <laughs> and we just like hit the bowl once and and that's kind yeah. of like how you conclude the funeral ceremony um you might have heard it in a yoga class before or I don't know hmm. if I'd ever heard one before. I heard it in oh, Bali. Yeah. I remember, yeah. I was in I was in Shavasana, which is when you lie down at the end of a mm-hmm. yoga class and kind of have a weird in-between nap. And we were woken up with a singing bowl. And it's just like this beautiful, harmonious it's ringing like sound. It like reverberates through your body and like hits some tone that like is almost like a dog whistle or like something yeah. right like it it's an unknown part of you that you didn't even know existed you're like, i feel like it locks into my brain and yeah. clears out anything mm. in it yeah. <laughs> i don't mean like my thoughts but <laughs> like or like my intelligence but it it just um resets you in the nicest yeah, way like an equalizer or something it's very calming i don't know if i want to play it i don't know how let's it'll sound on here let's try and play it and then we might have to take it out if it sounds too bad <laughs> do you want to try or do you yeah, want me I'll to try it, it. And there's a bit of an art to playing it. Sorry, guys, if this sounds a little bit weird, we're going to try this out. Okay. And that's the singing bowl. It's a little, I scratched it a little bit. But yeah, you can't hear the full effect over this. But, but I think you get a little bit. Yeah, of you the get a hint of it. it. And in person, it's just like, whoa! Oh. It almost sounds like you're on drugs. Actually, I forgot yeah. to tell. So, I, the best massage of my life was in Bali in oh, Ubud, yeah. in, like, in the rice fields, and I had to walk an hour to get to this massage place. And I think it's the number one rated place in Ubud. But uh, I went and got this. I think it was almost two hour massage by this guy and it was a healing massage and you had the option of adding on a singing bowl treatment to the end. So of course I did that (laughs) five dollars or something. And then, yeah, I had like the most intense massage of my life, which first of all started off with some Reiki and this is before I had gotten into Reiki too. Mm. And he um, just like took his hands and put them on my back and just left them there. Like a little bit of like weight and the heat of his hands and he just kept them on my back for it felt like a long time because yeah. i and it was so i was like this is how all massages should start because did you I feel really like relaxed? he was like getting like, you used to his touch almost yeah, like, it's like we each have our own um frequency mm. or like vibration around us and then he was like tuning us in together mm. so like it was like he was tuning us so that we understood what each other felt yeah. like 
um, and then and then he could begin the massage. So it wasn't just like a jolt of like, mm. oh, there's this other person with other energy, like just on you doing these things to you. It was like, no, we like synced in together and it felt very calming. And then I was like in such a good state, yeah. like for the whole massage. And it was painful too. <laughs> it was a painful <laughs> massage, but it was really good. And then at the end, he took like a giant singing bowl and put it on my back i think to start and mm. then s- basically and then use the um stick or whatever you call yeah. it i don't know the wand and then began and then did these vibrations all over my body and he put it i think on my bum on my calves mm. like maybe on my feet um and then like carried it around my head and i felt like the whole universe was just vibrating because it was so loud and uh, and just hypnotizing and it like it's like it just locked into the like the whole vibrant or vibrancy of my Mm. body basically and it felt like it was tuning my entire body as if my whole body was a a guitar string basically and it was vibrating it and then after that i think i had like the best month of my life i went back to changu i had the best surfing i'd ever done everyone was like who are you? Like that uh-huh. kind of thing where people where like got your mojo. everyone wants to know who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, I felt like I had this glow. Like I felt like it had like cleared me out of all negativity that I had lingering and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, it was just really cool. That sounds lovely. So you can do that to yourself too yeah. <laughs> if you get your own singing bowl. Though and I feel like I went to um, a sound healing session once. It was like a group one. And oh, that was yeah, a bit too Bonnet. intense, like for me. It was you go like up and down through because there's a lot of things going on, and a lot of sound, and it's it can. It was interesting. I would try it, but I don't know if I would do it again because it was like very intense for me. I think I also went to a nightmare mm. sound session yeah. <laughs> also in Bali, <laughs> and I remember it was after my singable thing, and I was really excited to do it, and because uh, it was only five dollars or something yeah. it was just like up on this rooftop of a hotel and i went up and it was me and this other girl and then this like guy stepped out of the shadows because it was all dark <laughs> and he had this giant he had this giant gong and we just had to lie down and close our eyes but there were mosquitoes everywhere so we just started getting bitten right away oh God. and this gong would play and he had this like electronic music i think from his laptop and to me i honestly thought it sounded like a nightmare i was like this is what my nightmare sound like this isn't like a calming and so yeah. i think for me sound music i really love singing bowls specifically mm. and i like chris- the crystal bowls too yeah what was me your too. sound i forget session? i think i had my eyes closed the whole time or like i had a blindfold on or something <laughs> so i didn't even see but they were like moving throughout the room with different things so i think they had some singing bowls but then also some like gongs and different things yeah there's some stuff i really yeah. don't like and it yeah it, if it's the wrong thing it it really also affects yeah. you so i think it's a similar thing with my light thing like yeah, yeah. it's setting the tone there can be warm mood. sounds and not warm sounds mm-hmm. <laughs> well singing bowls are nice and simple yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not an orchestra it's just one thing and you can kind of and people just love picking it up when they come and over yeah and playing with it and it's just it's nice yeah mm. so after singing bowls what do we have um yeah we talked about mantras and and the pillow like object of rituals in your meditation Mm. um one of the last things i want to talk about and it can be a ritual if you want to make it is um writing in a journal oh yeah and it doesn't always have to be like a prolific journal that documents your entire (laughs) life like we used to do this exercise in high school in one of my creative writing classes where we would have to start the class with it was probably like five minutes of just writing anything like just Mm. write shit write whatever you want down and you could write like it doesn't have to make any sense it doesn't have to be full sentences it doesn't have to be anything like write any single word that comes to your head and just start writing down oh like free form yeah like write how you feel or write and sorry yeah i've heard of like morning pages that some people do yeah basically that's yeah and they just wake up and you're just supposed to write and not even think about anything you just write whatever you write one page every morning and it's supposed to like I think almost like cleanse your mind. It's like a saging or uh, a smudge sticking Mm. of your mind. And I think, yeah, getting that stuff out of you and putting it onto paper is just so... Yeah. I always feel better when I write in my journal. I actually feel like I tend to rely on my journals more in times of anguish or like when I'm feeling anxious, like probably like a time like now. To process. (laughs) Yeah, it does help you process. And it helps you 
just like put your feelings on something else and it doesn't have to be on someone else it can be on paper yeah <laughs> and it, it's like the paper is like a crystal that mm. absorbs that energy yeah. and then you have less of that energy within you once you've written it out mm. there is so much okay so maybe there's magic maybe there's not right mm. obviously i believe in that kind of yeah. stuff but i know a lot of people don't but the one thing i would bet my money on with magic is writing mm. and that's why i like we've talked before about writing down what your intentions are for something yeah. writing down what your goals are writing down your dreams if you want a new job writing down exactly what you want mm. and that's how you manifest things you have to write it down and some kind of magic happens whether it's just reinforcement in your brain creating new neural pathways that link those things to your success yeah. and then maybe all of your actions consciously and maybe subconsciously start gearing towards that thing happening but you have to write it down or like with finding a partner or yeah. anything you need to write down the things that you want because you will manifest those things whether that's through magic or through yourself yeah. which is the biggest magic of all um or through whatever the mystery workings of the universe it has power definitely has power yeah so also getting that crap out too mm. the, the thoughts that plague you the thoughts that you just can't let go of get all that stuff down and it almost sometimes makes everything feel less serious in a good way. Like once you just have written it down on the page, not when you're trying to manifest, but like if, yeah, if you're anxious and you just want to get mm -hmm. out your feelings, like putting them out there makes it just be like, okay, it's done. It's well, there. now it's separate from you. Yeah. Now instead it's not of it like just being rolling around inside yeah. your chest, like. <laughs> now it's on this paper and you put that paper over there yeah. <laughs> and step away from mm. it. Yeah. So. Wait, where are we going to talk a bit about astrology? Oh, I think oh we my should. God, that's like a whole other podcast. Yeah, <laughs> let's do a little bit about astrology. I've just, I think, well, our mom has always been to astro into astrology. Like yes. she got your birth chart done when you were born and had like an astrologer like record a whole thing about you. There's like an hour long tape yeah. somewhere in our house, I think still, that talks about ev everything about me, what my temperament will mm. be like, what kind of job I'll do. They said I was going to own probably have some kind of dance school yeah. i was like but and i was like is that supposed to be a yoga school mm -hmm. although i don't think i that's in my cards but it was interesting um and then i have none because i'm a second child <laughs> and i'm neglected yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh but mm. i don't know if anyone needs that much attention yeah. put on them and then <laughs> i ended up using that tape actually for an art project in uni oh yeah and it was I like a sound art um and yeah i don't know where it is now which is unfortunate but, but yeah it's always been a part of our life and i feel like i've always identified so i'm an aquarius and mm. i'm a libra yeah and i've i have always identified with my sign and like loved reading horoscopes and i don't take them like for a hundred percent word for word but i always find it kind of nice guidance and like yeah sometimes they can apply to like everyone or like you could read any horoscope but i feel like there's a lot of truth behind them based on just patterns in my life and like thinking about like like people I've been interested romantically or friends that I've had or like there's always do you mean in terms of like astrology signs yeah in terms of signs uh, so and I like think when people have a lot of well okay there's lots of different <laughs> reasons why people have like derision towards horoscopes and mm. astrology but I find I think for both of us we don't like go and we or it's not like we would go and read a daily horoscope every day yeah. and be like, this is what's going to happen. I, I don't think we either no. of us look at astrology like that. It's we don't more think it's predicting the future. It's more a way to understand who you are sometimes. and like all the things that, yeah. that make that make you up, make <laughs> up who you yeah. are, yeah, <laughs> make you up. <laughs> and uh, it's really cool too, because they've got like rising sign. And if you get more in depth into it and, and things like your rising sign in your north node i think mm. i forget which is which i went on a huge kick recently and was like kind of looking up everyone's charts but i think your north node is the sign that you almost you're supposed to try and end up as by the end of your life's Life. journey mm. so it's like the traits of that sign is like m i think mine is taurus so that means and tauruses are, are more grounded um and sensical <laughs> sense yeah, sensible sensible practical <laughs> and that's kind of like and less emotionally heated and that's mm. kind of the direction i'm supposed to end up in as i go that's yeah. like my goal so i think that's nice to think yeah to i see think mine like is maybe pisces and pisces yeah. are like more emotional and, and like leading from the heart yeah right? and i've always been like a lot more logical well, in some ways from the heart, i do but, but like i've had a lot of barriers up sometimes without like, hesitation yeah maybe, or? yeah um yeah and with astrology so it's funny because I was going to say we didn't really believe in all this woo-woo stuff growing up, but I love that. Yeah. I, I did love some of that. And then I, I think with high school later and then you, you kind of just put it aside. Mm. It wasn't in, right? It wasn't part yeah. of the vocab, like 
part of the common culture or anything like that. But think about how but long astrology, astrology has been around but, for. Well, I'm talking about woo-woo yeah. stuff. But yeah. astrology specifically has always been in our family. Yeah. Has always been a heavy thing. Every birthday, mm. you always get your birthday horoscope sent to you yeah. from every newspaper my parents subscribe yeah. to. Um, and now I do that to my friends. I send my friends their birthday horoscope every year and they love it, all of them. Yeah. And even though a lot of them are very like scientific, like logical people, they like love getting their birth. And they'll always message me and be like, is this guy like should I date this guy? Is he this <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a nice way to try again when you're unsure about things. It's mm. nice to have something to feel like there's a framework or a boundary, and you can look at it, and it might tell you something about yourself. It's the same as like people like identifying as being an introvert or extrovert or like the Myers-Briggs test and like yeah. those types of things that give you more of a framework for yourself or like maybe help other people understand you or it's nice to sometimes have something to define mm. you and work from there yeah because I, things can be a little bit too open at times I think the whole thing with a lot of this woo-woo stuff is you don't have to take everything like 100% and be like oh I'm gonna believe every single thing my horoscope sign says yeah. but it's like you take what you want from it almost in some ways or like you take if it makes that, you that feel better you. if yeah. it gives you a little bit of confidence if it gives you some a sense of self insecurity when mm. when you feel a little lost and also you don't have to tell anyone about it no. if you are a guy <laughs> and you just want to have a deck of cards and you want to feel good about yourself sometimes you can go and do that there's also you can just do it online they've got yeah. like online versions of it now where you, but it's not it's not the same feeling yeah. but like you can add a little woo woo in too and then you can go woo because that's what it feels like. It's just like nice to let go a little in that way mm-hmm. and feel soft and just and like, like feel some love. I yeah, think. it's like a warm hug, an old friend. Like yeah, just like make yourself a cup of tea. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh, sorry. I just knocked the microphone thing, so that might have been a yeah, bit weird. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Astrology horoscopes. Is there anything else? I think that's most of it. I think that's pretty much it. I would love to know what people believe in or don't believe in. Actually, okay. So because this basically the whole podcast has been the woo-woo portion, (laughs) I don't think we need to go into like our ending segment. No. But I would like to ask you a few quick questions. Do you believe in ghosts? Yes. What do you think they are? I think they're like kind of almost leftover energy from someone like i don't think they i don't really think like they would like haunt in the way that we think but i feel like there's definitely like you might move into a place and it might be a bit like there's leftover something actually i heard live there yeah uh, one of the theories i heard was that it's an imprint mm, of a moment yeah well they say some like really awful places where there was like a prison or like a massacre you can feel bad energy sometimes if you go there and i feel like i believe that like i think actually if you go into like a building or anything if you feel a little weird somewhere there are places that you go in remember kylie's apartment in yes and you're like it was oh yeah there's something weird about that place and not like it was like it was haunted and something was gonna happen but you just never really wanted to be there (laughs) and it wasn't because it was an awful place or anything like that it just didn't have a good feeling and everyone who went there felt like that I don't believe in ghosts in terms of thinking someone would be trapped here until they like figure something out. Like I do just think, yeah, Mm -hmm. what you said about an imprint almost like there's yeah, it was almost like a I think it was like it was almost a photograph or something like Mm. in time taken, and then you can feel that in that spot. Like if someone if someone's grandma sat in this rocking chair and rocked there every day for like twenty years, then like you would feel like maybe you'll hear that rocking chair (laughs) or (laughs) something like that. Oh, wait, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Do you believe in reincarnation? Yes. I <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I believe, so one of the things that I learned in yoga, and I like to think of it like this, maybe, is it yoga or is it other stuff? There's a lot of stuff that I was learning at the same time. Mm. And it's this idea that you kind of have like a soul, I think it's a karma contract or soul contract. Mm. And you basically choose the lessons you're going to learn in the life that you're going into so like you've signed on to like do the things you're going to do and the idea is like it's like that thing i talk about a lot is like it's a video game and then you're going into that video game and your job is to get through to the end of the video game and successfully pass and like 
finish all the challenges you need to finish, mm. get through all those levels. You might have to repeat some levels a lot of times. You might have the same challenge pop up a bunch of times because you haven't quite figured it out. Yeah. And then the idea the whole time is that it's it, the story has already been planned. It's already been laid out and you've actually chosen it. So you're supposed to get through it. And one of the things that's helped me before, like if I've been depressed or, mm. or that kind of stuff and um, is that idea where they say if you commit suicide or anything like that and like try and get out of it early basically you're gonna have to repeat it again, again. Yeah. and maybe in a harder way mm. and like you need to learn the lessons you're here to learn yeah. so you can either just get through it now and and figure it out or you're gonna be doing it again <laughs> i think too like we've had this conversation a lot where we both said it's interesting how you can recognize so easily some people have the same issues pop up again but are so fine in other areas of their lives like for you and i i feel like with yeah. jobs it's always been pretty easy for us to find jobs and get jobs and then we have some friends who always have trouble with money always with this but are like really lucky in love or that so like everyone has almost their has their certain, own thing yeah. they need to their own uh challenge Challenges, adventure quest. That's like their, <laughs> yeah their quest yeah. basically their own personal quest yeah for sure but i think with like the reincarnation stuff too there's just like so many things like deja vu or like things where you somehow feel like you know exactly how something would feel even though you've never done it before or like mm -hmm. moments like that where things are so familiar do you think there like are like parallel versions of the like universe yeah something like i think there's like some sort of magic of this and reality i do think there's souls like i think souls exist yeah definitely. like i've told you like i was there when baka died like our grandmother and you could mm -hmm. just see something like leave her body so like you can just yeah. you could tell like it wasn't her anymore as soon as she died so if like that's not her then where is she type yeah. thing yeah so and i feel like there's there are souls and i I'd i also think that there it's not just coming back to earth or whatever yeah. it is later constantly i think if you go through the video game enough times <laughs> and you get to like you figure yeah. out all your lessons you then there's some like the secret yeah you level. graduate <laughs> to the next the next one yeah. and there's something i do think that there's something else and i i kind of can't not think that everything is a cycle in life in some way so there's like some sort of cycle we're all going through agreed mm. and this is a cycle we're all going through together right now yeah so guys um we hope that everyone's doing okay yeah. through this tough time know that we're here for you if anyone ever needs wants to like reach out and chat just yeah, like message just us, us or give us a call um yeah we're just here and we're all going through the same thing and it's been really tough and we're all in quarantine almost we yeah. should be if we're not if you there. want us to pick a card for you yeah oh actually we're supposed to pick a card yeah, right now let's do should it should we go get the I card we should okay pick a quarantine card <laughs> So the card that we've picked tonight is Empowerment, and it's actually a really beautiful card. It's in the ocean, and there's three mermaids, and one is kind of like rising up with angel wings, and looks like she's kind of ascending up to like a higher level. Ooh. I don't know if I've ever... Yeah, I don't think I've seen this I one. don't think I have either. It's very interesting. And it makes me feel really good with everything yeah. that's going on right now. Because so I think right now we feel really powerless yeah, in general exactly so it's like very nice to see that yeah okay so this card confirms that your inner power wants to surface you'll use this power appropriately and you're incapable of abusing it your true friends and the people who really love you will be happy that you've taken your power back empowerment means that you're no longer willing to see yourself as a victim in any way it means letting go of all blame with respect to other people, past conditions, or present circumstances. Know that you can be powerful and gentle simultaneously and still be very effective. Affirm frequently, it's safe for me to be powerful. I accept my God-given power to be used in the service of light and love. Then enjoy the shifts you see around you. Instead of worrying what others think about you, Use your power to make the world a better place. You may never feel self-conscious again. Oh, that's nice. I think it's kind of an important reminder right now that even, yeah, if we are feeling powerless or trapped or all this stuff, like we can still do a lot of things, like obviously follow whatever the rules are that we're supposed to be doing, but you can still help others. You can reach out to your friends. You can donate food. You can like 
And those are the things that are going to make you feel yeah. empowered again and, and better I, about yeah. the future of the world. And you do still have control over some of your life. Like, yeah, it's a bit of a forced like hibernation right now, but maybe that's good for you. And maybe you need to take that time to like explore your own power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, explore a little bit of woo-woo, hopefully. Mm. So if you do actually try any of this stuff... Yeah, let us know. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, if you want. Have any or questions. keep it secret and that's yeah. fine. It can be your own personal <laughs> little ritual. Um, but yeah, stay safe, everyone. Stay healthy. And we love you. We do. Should we do our little mantra? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's finish. Let's okay. Okay. <laughs> Tamasoma joy tea, Gamaya, Richoma, Amitam Gamaya. Oh, Asatoma Sat Gamaya, Tamasoma joy tea, Gamaya. Richoma Amitam Gamaya. Oh, Masatoma Sat Gamaya. Tamasoma Joyti Gamaya. Richoma Amitam Gamaya. We love you.